Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Hammerlock Hangover. I am Steve, and I am joined, as usual, by my tag team partner in podcasting. That is Jeff. Jeff, how are you today? I'm good. I've had I've had an exciting week. I uh, interviewed the Horror King from Impact Wrestling and Ring of Honor Wrestling, Vincent, for Garden of Doom. We only talked a little bit of wrestling, mostly about horror and, and stuff like that, but a cool interview, so check out that show. I'm going to bump it up to the top and drop it this week, of course, because I have a celebrity. And uh, I saw that. I, saw, I, I actually saw that you posted a picture of uh, Vincent, the Horror King, and I actually thought you were interviewing Rob Zombie. Ah, uh, you know there there's a there's a similar look there. Um, yeah, so yeah, uh, not not a bad call there, but wrong guy, wrong guy entirely. I, I wonder, <laughs> you know, maybe I'll try to get Rob Zombie one time. That that seems like a good idea. Um, Why not? Booked a couple shows shot. for uh, for August for Garden of Doom for the Nephilim Anthropology Conference, and uh, booked a couple of shows for Garden Views on my continuation exploration of space law i've got my international immigration attorney i've got my longshoreman's act expert and my jones act expert talk about port and maritime labor laws so we're getting there we're moving oh my god i'm so i'm so excited i'm so chubbed up right now by listening to all of that longshoreman chubbed up (laughs) that's right it's the federal law on compensation of port workers which could be tied to to be extrapolated to laws for space workers because who's going to be there's going to be a lot of ports in space and you're absolutely right and that concerns us here at hammerlock hangover because vince's next stop is wrestlemania on mars when elon musk figures out how to get us there guys you are listening to episode 77 the road to wrestlemania we are hot on the trail and there is a lot of wrestling to talk about isn't there jeff uh, there really isn't, as you can tell, but one correction. <laughs> when Elon Musk gets there, he's going to rename it Planet Musk. So it's going to be Planet Musk that's going to hold. So WrestleMania is going to be musky that year. Um, yeah, I, I guess we can start with the build to WrestleMania because it's been a pretty slow week as far as wrestling news has been uh, been concerned, at least from my vantage point. So I guess we can start with, with that. Uh, and that subsumes a couple of other stories as well. Yeah, let's uh, let's go, you know, off the cuff and let's kind of talk about what has now turned into the build for WrestleMania. Let's start with Seth Rollins. You know, I love Seth Rollins. I love his work. I know that you are very critical of my adoration for Seth Rollins as of late. But Seth, on this past episode of Monday Night Raw, um, challenged AJ Styles to a match. And the winner of that match was going to face Edge at WrestleMania. And Seth Rollins lost that match. So Seth still has no match. Seth loses his mind. He flips over tables. He's almost attacking uh, Corey Graves. The Chicago crowd, very smart, as we know. And they start chanting Cody's name. He, Seth Rollins promises to hijack this next upcoming episode of Monday Night Raw if he does not have a match or an opponent for WrestleMania. Jeff, what's going on with Seth Rollins? Do you care about Seth Rollins? No. Uh, Seth Rollins (laughs) ruins everything. Seth Rollins will absolutely have a WrestleMania match. We've talked about this before. It's absurd for anyone to think he's not going to. 
they don't have a better story, so this is the one they came up with. It's a wrestling story, so fine. You know, that, that that's okay. Everyone thinks it's going to be Cody. It's just a question of when it's going you know, Cody's going to debut. And this week, it was confirmed, whoa, what a shocker, that Cody Rhodes actually has signed with WWE and was revealed. He signed 10 to 14 days ago, which at this point is 14 to 19 business days ago or something like that, and I'm sure it was actually longer. I'm sure it was exactly the day uh, that we said he did, which was the, the day after he left, you know, formally announced he was done with AEW. Um, you know that my auto type, you know, I type in Seth, and, and it just immediately fills Seth Rollins ruins everything. I make fun of you because you keep putting him into main events thinking that he's a draw when he's clearly not. I, I don't really make fun of your adoration for him. I, I just think it's your unrealistic where you put him on, on the pecking order of things. He's a guy that you can put anywhere, but doesn't really do anything for the, for the card. He's just a, he's a good wrestler. Rest, I mean, I, I wish he would do, do a, a mute gimmick. Wow. You know, I'll, I've seen some people, you know, put him in the uh, the same regard as Shawn Michaels. Those are stupid that, people. <laughs> oh my God, that's so rude! You don't think that that Seth Rollins You're his right. work I'm, rate? I'm sorry, Shawn. Those are very stupid people. Wow, I feel like you are insulting Seth Rollins and his work. I mean, this man is, is can go in the ring, puts really good matches together, and he's got an interesting character and he keeps evolving two, it. He does not have an interesting character, and it evolves almost not at all. He's been doing the same shit for as long as I've been watching him. No, the yeah, only he's time been, he he's, was he was even remotely over was when he was in the shield and let's let's take it, it, it none of them individually were over until recently um and he's the only one that's dean ambrose that dean ambrose is a piece of trash i don't know who that is um and and then they had a they had to literally put him with everyone triple h stephanie jamie noble joey mercury uh, he <laughs> had to put him with everyone, and then you mentioned Jamie Noble, the big show. I mean, they had to put him with like a million people to even get to get people. Billy, to don't forget with. Billy Murphy, Austin Theory, right? Austin Theory, Bill, Buddy Murphy, not Billy Murphy. Nobody cares about Billy Murphy. Billy Murphy is a big time attorney in in Baltimore. <laughs> really, I thought Billy Murphy was a tag yeah. team uh, with uh, that other guy that was dating Alexa Bliss. No, yeah, he actually had a, a cameo part on The Wire a couple of episodes. Oh, wow. I yeah. did not know that about Billy Murphy, but... No, well, he's actually he was just an Billy Australian Murphy wrestler. Jr. His father was Billy Murphy, who was a judge. Oh, BMJ? Billy Murphy Jr.? That's right. Wow. Impressive. Mm -hmm. So, Seth, so if... if if it, Let's say, let's let's play a game. If it's not Cody Rhodes, who could it be? It's absolutely Cody Rhodes. But what if it's not Cody Rhodes? Harry Smith. <laughs> no, it's not. Harry Smith got fired. Released. I mean, well, I mean, if it's not someone who got released, Veer? <laughs> uh, <laughs> New Elias? I, I mean, who, who New do you Elias? Really you mean Rick Boogs? Shanky? <laughs> I mean, Shanky, Shanky can't walk. Jim um, who else? Who, who's not on the card? Drew Gulak? 
Veer is going to actually uh, appear. We finally got a date for Veer showing up. That's April 4th. That's the Monday after WrestleMania. That's right. I, I think they're actually, I think they gave him enough time to not be on the wellness test so he could actually turn his body into Rusev's. Wow. You know, he's bigger than Rusev. Um, I don't know that he's bigger than Rusev, but I think they're very similar in stature. I think they're, they're a similar height and I think they have a similar build. And I, I think that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to get him to bulk up so that he looked more like Rusev. And Nobody I don't mean Miro, I mean like Rusev back, you know, when he was big and bulky and sort of powerlifting looking as opposed to ripped. Nobody's seen Miro slash Rusev in like years. Actually, I just saw him on CJ's Instagram and she, and she looks thin again too. She's working on this movie. Oh, what movie is that? It's a movie that nobody will ever see. It'll go straight to video. Oh, Beach Beach Blanket Babes three. I wish no. It'll be not. It will, <laughs> will be nowhere as good as Beach Blankets Babes three, or which was nowhere as good as um, what was it? One or two cheerleader vampire hunters. <laughs> um, I, I I I think it's gonna be Cody Rhodes too. I do, but what if? It's the Undertaker. Let's let's play a game. Let's fantasy book here. It's not the Undertaker. You don't think he I mean, comes out and he's like, "I got one more in me." Why would they? No, I mean, you keep thinking that that it's two thousand again, and Vince is going to bury AEW via Cody. He didn't pay this guy. This it, this is a different battle. I already explained to you and the audience that WCW was also already dead and vanquished. AEW very much exists. So. It's it's a whole different war. It's a whole different ball game, and and Cody's going to win. And it's a perfect, it's it's a perfect excuse for Seth. He's going he's going to say, "What? This isn't fair. I prepared for everybody in the WWE locker room in the WWE universe that didn't have a didn't have a match. I even prepared for people in NXT in the. I even prepared for Gable Stevenson. But I, how could I prepare for somebody who wasn't there? Now the chance may have ruined it, but that's that's still going to be a story. I didn't prepare for rumors." And that's on me. That's what he's going to do with his new character. I'm a visionary, but I just didn't. My my vision wasn't good enough. <laughs> I won't make that mistake twice. All right, Jeff. <laughs> I think that's, that's 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 Seth Rollins right there. That's him that's changing it. his character. Okay, Whoa, I think you should. I, I think you should. But you, he also does the dance like that creepy kind of step dance that he comes yeah, out you should oh he stole vincent's thing and i i told vince i go are you mad are you gonna sue seth rollins for stealing your act he's like yeah what's seth been doing and he's like yeah i've been watching but oh, seth is great i love him i'm like yeah seth is great and then i explained the seth rollins room and everything to him and he goes jerry you're the greatest jeff i love you can we be best friends he didn't say that no he didn't say that <laughs> I will say one thing. Um, I'll, well, I'll probably say lots of things before the show is over. But uh, <laughs> remember during prior weeks where I said that there's another Ring of Honor wrestler who told me they've heard nothing from uh, Ring of Honor. And if people extrapolated, they probably would have guessed it was Vincent because enough people know that you know, I've been talking to him. It wasn't. But he, he, he did confirm. He's like, he hasn't heard a thing. And he says he talks to Bateman and Dutch every day. I know you don't know who either of those people are. Um, but I thought you were talking about Jason Bateman. <laughs> well, I, I sort of did too because we were talking about Netflix, and so I, don't, I had Ozark on the mind. Uh, so it took me a while to put, put, to put it together. But he said, "So I mean, he definitely would have volunteered that if they had heard anything." And I further infer that if the like five other people from Ring of Honor that are working in 
impact on the dishonor had heard anything, he would have mentioned that too. That you know, I know some of the guys have been hearing from. Him. He said, "Nope, haven't heard a thing." So I think it, I think it's a universal nope. I'm really interested to see how Tony Khan books this Ring of Honor Super Card of Honor match, uh, pay per view, whatever you want to call it. I, he's calling it a pay per view because I heard him on Busted Open selling that this is going to be the greatest uh, Ring of Honor card in the history of Ring of Honor because he's got a lot of surprises up his sleeves. I I, got, I booked the Briscoes to go up against FTR and Jay Lethal and, you know, Bandito and the other guy. and Gresham and Bandito, right. But, I, but, but besides what I've announced, I've got a lot of surprises up my sleeves sure you do tony you got zero against alex zane yeah no i mean there's there's five matches announced for what i presume would be an eight to ten match card which is i don't know exactly how far garland is from dallas but my understanding is it's not exactly around the corner it's it's further than most of the other sort of ancillary shows are and my understanding is that ticket sales have been very slow i don't know if they picked up since but i don't know i mean you know listen if i was him i would have kept my fingers off of this so that you know whatever failure might be associated with this from a from an attendance and pay-per-view standpoint he could disassociate himself with and say wasn't my ring of honor but he's doing it whether that's brave or stupid i i I don't know but surprises don't get people to buy a pay-per-view i mean you have to have a card and you have to have a built-in fan base um and it's you know it's going against smackdown it's going against the hall of fame it's going against rampage for god's sake um, which I'm not sure if it's live or not, but somebody told me it was, others told me it's not. It is live. It's going to be live on Fight, and then Rampage is taped. Uh, so Rampage is taped. No, I know, Super, but there's right. other shows also that same day, and there's uh, there's other shows going on now. I don't know, you know, who will draw the most attention, but historically speaking, Ring of Honor didn't draw much. But, I mean, Briscoe's FTR is a, is a match people are interested in. You know, mainstream, you know, wrestling fans might be interested in. Um, I don't know that really anybody other than deep cut fans are interested in any of the other matches. I agree with you, but I even argue the fact that they don't. Mainstream fans are not even interested in FTR versus Briscoe's. I think it's those deep cut fans that are just like, this is great. Finally, like nobody gives a shit. Yeah, I mean, I guess, it. yeah, I, I'm saying mainstream and I probably don't, you know, I if you consider mainstream to be your average WWE fan, which yep. then I think you're right. If you if you consider mainstream to be the overlap of people that probably watch both AEW, WWE, NXT and maybe something else, then they they probably are. Yeah, I I'll be there. I got a ticket because I just was like, hey, something cool has to happen, right? Mm-hmm. but maybe well, it doesn't. Yeah, maybe it doesn't. I mean, it is, I mean, it's going to be interesting to me to see who wins or retains titles because that's going to end, That's going to give some indication as to how Tony Khan is going to at least start the new era of Ring of Honor. Is it going to be with the continuity of the same champions or is it going to be something completely new? So, I mean, that's interesting to me. It's probably only interesting to Ring of Honor fans. I, I doubt that like you shouldn't care. You shouldn't care whether the Briscoes or FTR are the first Ring of Honor champion, the tag team champions. I'm sure you don't care whether Bandito or Jonathan Gresham is the first Ring of Honor heavyweight champion. And and why would you? I mean, I don't are, care either. It's just it's just a curiosity. 
are FTR still the AAA tag team titles champions? Yes. In, in fact, Dax, not Cash, but Dax uh, entered into his match with CM Punk last night, a singles match, and we can get into that a little bit, wearing his AAA tag team mega champion belt or whatever they call them there. Those belts look like children's toys. <laughs> they are so rinky. They, they really look like end of, like the NWA women's title, it, it, like so bad at those. Like you, it's like you bought a He-Man toy or something. Oh no! Oh. Yeah, it's rink, it's rinky-dink looking. But uh, Jeff, yeah. let's get back to WrestleMania. Right, let's right, right, talk. Right. Let's talk about um, one of the hottest feuds that's going on in women's professional wrestling, and that is what is slowly building up to be a twenty-woman tag team match. <laughs> We're talking about. As of this moment, Sasha Banks and Naomi facing off against Carmella and La Reina, Zelina Vega, and Rhea Ripley, and nobody gives a crap about Liv Morgan, and Natty and Shayna. Right. There's four teams right now. Why not add Tamina and Dana? Well, and Tamina and Tozawa would, would be the better team. And Nikki Ash and uh, Dewdrop. So, so you want to make it like a tag team tornado battle royal? I want absolute bedlam. I want craziness. I want this to turn into like 30 women team. Like a 30, you know 30 team I'm match that lasts about an hour. I'm okay with that. I sounds good. Sign me up. Put put in the iconics. Put in Mickey James and Molina. Put in uh, Trish Stratus and Lita. Put put at, find every woman. Doesn't Shotzi er, still work there? Shotzi still works there. Put Shotzi and Aaliyah together. Put call Charlie Caruso up. Put her in the match. Oh God, yeah. Just, Charlie Caruso and and what's her name? Renee. Put put all put all of the Megan Moran, uh, Michelle McKenzie, or whatever box. All of them. All three yeah. of them, Sarah Schreiber, they could, they, right. could be like, they could be like the the New Day. They, they just be a, a three person team. That's right. Call the the Bellas back. Have them come back. This will be a page. Page can come back. Yeah. Borrow Page Van Zandt, so you can have the pages. Turn the pages. Oh the name of the team. Match by Diamond Dallas Page. I mean, uh, Page Van Zandt isn't doing on anything on AEW except you know. Right. Being named, but they're not showing up. Shaw Guerrero, call it Legacet. There you go, everybody. We're we're on our way to forty teams right now, Jeff. This is by the end of this show, we'll probably get to a hundred. I'm I'm down with it. Everybody gets a cut of the WrestleMania uh, profit check. It'd be great. That's right. It's all percents of of Gates these days. That's what's happening. It's like 1984. There you go. Who's winning this match, Jeff? I know we're not officially doing proje- pro- pro- projections or predictions. predictions yeah. Sasha and Naomi, no matter how many teams are in it. I think everybody is picking them as the favorite, but I really don't think that they're going to win. Remember the WWE's about event planning and about making happy moments for the crowd to go crazy about. And so that's it's right. Gonna, so Sasha and Naomi, the only team that have any star power there. So that's, that's the team. See, that you sense. say that, but you don't know the analytics behind the ticket sales. I, I have it on good authority mm-hmm. that there is a large contingency of Scottish people that uh-huh. have bought bought tickets, and so to make the audience happy, 
Dewdrop and Nikki Ash are going to win. What is your favorite Scottish city? Um, Glasgow. Okay, that's a good choice. Mine's Edinburgh. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. What's your What's your favorite Eastleigh or Glen? Uh, Glen Glen Fittich. No, that's yeah. I don't like that one. I prefer Glen Lidget, but okay. See, you're trying to you're trying to catch me, but I am. I See. forgot that you are an elected official. What's your favorite dog? A Scotty. Like yeah, there you I, don't go. like, I don't like dogs. I don't like animals. No? Oh, my god. That includes gosh. people. I only oh. like octopus. That's it. Well, That's that, it. That explains a lot of things. Yep. Oh, Jeff. Oh, man. I'm really excited about WrestleMania. Um, really? I am going. Yeah, I'm going. You know, I think it's fun to go. I like I like the experience of going. I really hope that they book some stuff. I'm really excited about, you know, being there for a weekend of wrestling. Amongst yeah. the weirdos, the fans that are um, into wrestling, despite them being antisocial. I think that this is actually going to be a very successful WrestleMania. I don't think that the build is particularly good if you're a wrestling fan, but I think if you are a casual or you are, but I think it's going to be good for getting into like the normal public eyes. I mean, the non-wrestling fan public eyes, the regular mainstream, it might get some attention and some eyes. It's on Peacock two nights plus the, the stand and deliver. So I think a lot of people will be like, yeah, what the hell? Why not? People who aren't basketball fans, uh, you know, probably have no other choices. Everything else is on reruns, um, which might be one of the reasons some shows uh, or some of the wrestling shows went up this week for no apparent reason. Um, yeah. And also, the, the there's something about the momentum of WrestleMania that sometimes rises, you know, the, the tide rise lifts all ships. But um I don't know. I think it's going to be very successful Peacock-wise. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it'll be a fun show. I just, from a wrestling standpoint, I, I you know, I, I don't really care about... There's only a couple matches I'm invested in. That's Brock and Roman, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not that invested in Bianca Becky, but Bianca has to win. Otherwise, you know, nothing I understand about wrestling makes sense. And there's a rumor that there's going to be Omos and Lashley, and I'm, I don't really want to see them wrestle but i am interested in them joining up let's talk about that match for a little bit because i've heard that rumor over the week as well and i think it was wrestle votes that was like there's speculation going on that almost is going to be on the card but they're arguing about who his opponent is going to be and then a lot of people kind of speculated that it was going to be lashley if it is lashley do you think that Vince is crazy enough to feed Lashley to Omos, or is it the other way around because you need Lashley to have a big WrestleMania moment and the sight of Lashley suplexing this giant behemoth Omos is worthy of a WrestleMania moment in and of itself? That's an interesting question um, because they both, they both make sense. Um, for WrestleMania, I think Vince wants his seven foot three, 400-pound guy to look like a star. Really? Yeah, I think I mean, like, Lashley, you can't feed Lashley to Omos though. Not well, yet, anyways. With no build, like well, it's not a. He doesn't. It, the guy's seven foot three. He, he, he should be able to beat anybody at any time. But you have the Lashley didn't get surgery, not wasn't fully healed. You could even have MVP turn on him. They've been trying to turn Lashley face. God knows why. For for months they've been flirting with it. Um, yeah, you could have MVP turn on him. You could have MVP and the other hurt business turn on on Lashley and. And they could be almost as backup. I, I mean, there's a million ways you could do it, to, or three, to, to protect Lashley. 
I I just think if this is the event, the the seven foot three, four hundred pound guy, the new the new guy that it might be the first time that a lot of people have seen or even you know heard the name or seen him. Yeah, I, I think you know he he goes over your superhero who's got a built in out no matter what, saying you know I you know I I can't I rushed my recovery from a shoulder injury. Who needs who needs MVP more now that you brought up MVP's name? Does Lashley need him more, or does almost need him more? Yes. <laughs> Fucking Jeff. They, they, they both do. Ne- ne- neither one of them should speak for themselves. Lashley and, and MVP work really well. I think MVP and almost would work really well. But almost, I mean, he doesn't speak badly. I mean, he's he's pretty intimidating. He doesn't really have, you know, he only has one note. But when you're a giant, you only really ha- need to have one note. Um, and he's young, so he can work on those notes. I mean, God knows the big show only had one note his entire time. When he was a heel, you woke up the sleeping giant. When he was a face, you woke up the sleeping giant. <laughs> <laughs> now, almost it, it battled, uh, who's this? Commander Aziz and who's another big guy? Yeah. And Apollo. The mm-hmm. week before he faced Aziz alone, this week it was a two-on-one handicap right. match and pretty much almost you know, squash to both of them. Heels facing heels. They're doing shit that doesn't make sense, just like AW. I wonder why. Oh, the roster's thin. That's why. Well, speaking about roster's thin, do you think this is the end of Commander Aziz and Apollo? Are they headed to the unemployment line after WrestleMania? <laughs> I don't think WWE can afford to send anyone to to the unemployment line they they need everyone they can get no i don't think so i mean i think that wwe likes their six foot ten people and and apollo is good i mean you know he's he's talented right now it's not his story when it is his story you know they'll do something for him oh this just in jeff yeah bailey and oscar are going to team up and they're going to join the uh 40 women tag team match that we just created that is so exciting you, you keep you keep breaking stuff what about Alexa Bliss and Lily Lucian. There you go. 41. We're on our way to 50. Okay, good. Lacey Evans and her baby. The, oh, 52. There you go. We're on That's our way. Pickup. That's great. This is this is awesome. We're going to just Perfect. end this the awesome. show. We're going to get to 105 matches. 105 tag teams. Yeah. So talk about a not thin roster. This is, listen, How what is thin about this roster, Jeff? We just put 30 teams in one match. 30 teams and nobody gives a fuck about any of them. I listen, this is uh I'm telling you, everybody will be glued to their seats. Only if they're Most actually glued to their seats. <laughs> <laughs> um what else entices you about WrestleMania? Anything? What about we we had the uh, Bill Shannon last week. He was very critical about this uh Charlotte and and Ronda match. Do you feel any type of way about Charlotte versus Ronda yet? I don't feel nearly as as negative about it as, as as he does. I mean, I think that's the match you need to have. Ronda is a is a draw. She's a she's a no name. She's a celebrity in her own right. Charlotte is the technician. Ronda's gonna, you know, I know we're not we're doing predictions, but Ronda's you know probably gonna win that title, and that's gonna be another WrestleMania moment. And Charlotte's gonna make her look like a million bucks. Because Charlotte can do that, then most other wrestlers can. I gotta say, I'm surprised that they're making Charlotte look so strong in this build. You know, I like just as we predicted, mostly you, but 
you know, the idea of I'm Ric Flair's daughter, I've got a legacy, I am professional wrestling, you're in my sport now. It's been the entire build for this match. And two weeks in a row, Ronda's been beat up pretty badly by Charlotte Flair. And I I was watching this past SmackDown and going, hmm, if I didn't know wrestling and I tuned in, I would probably take Charlotte as a real legitimate threat to Ronda because she's manhandled her for the last two weeks. Right. And that's what they want you to think. I mean, that that's that's a good build. I mean, the, this is actually one of the matches that's had a decent build. I mean, a, a traditional wrestling story build, and they've done the segments. Not everything's turned out so great. Ronda's still a little bit awkward, but, you know, she's, she's Ronda. You know where I think The Undertaker's going to be? When you, you mentioned him earlier, I know this is a, sort of disjointed. I think Arby's. No, I think there's a pretty good chance he will be the special guest at the Access Superstar. You know where I'm not going to be? At the Access Superstore. You're absolutely right, because I I have nothing. The Undertaker is, without a doubt, a zero draw for me. But you will definitely be at Arby's, because they've got the beef. Without a doubt. They've got the meats, and that's what they've Steve got wants. The meats. Meats. He want, want he wants meats. some Texas meat. Some juicy meats. Some Texas I, meat. I, I, I would not be surprised if I'm walking around Dallas and I'm going to run into The Undertaker because I just have no desire to see The Undertaker and just how fate has it, it's going to happen. I'm just going to run into him in an elevator and be like, shit, look, now it's either going to be him or Moxley. By the way, why is AEW doing like all their shows in Texas now? Like I feel like they've been in Texas. What what are they, got a residency in Texas now? They It costs less to not travel so far. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. What is AEW having travel uh, money issues? I believe they do. <laughs> I admire Tony Khan because he's going to go down in the record books as not putting not one wrestling business out of business, but two. Um, before be- all it's said and done, there's going to be a lot more than than two because it's going to break the heart of so many of these phony baloney emo wrestling fans that they're just going to give up. He's going to put AEW and Ring of Honor out of business. But also all all the like little indies that, that feed off of those two companies because they have, you know, AEW star, you know, schmoey schmoey facing AEW talent, you know, Captain Sean Dean or whatever. You know, the Dark Order. I mean, they're now they're going to be former AEW. It's, it's just not going to be the same. The, the, I still don't get the Dark Order. Like, you're going to main event the Dark Order and Jericho and... Um, and I, I might be the only guy that's going to say this out loud, but I really don't like thin Jericho. I need fat Jericho back. He looks very like, he looks, he looks, I don't know. You are like probably, Sally, the, you're probably the, you probably are the only one who's going to say that. Like Sally Struthers looks like he's going to be asking for money for him. I, I don't From know. beyond the grave. <laughs> I, I think of all the issues with the show and what they're doing with Jericho, the shape that Jericho's in is way down at the bottom of things to be complaining about. I mean, how about the fact that he's with single A in her circle? 
Yeah, I I don't I don't get any of it. I don't uh, ever rise. I don't get that. And and then who was he with? Wheeler Yuta, the other guy, Danny no, Garcia. Daniel Garcia and Hager still around. Meanwhile, AAA uh, inner circle. One of them doesn't even mention anything going on with the inner circle. Or there is no inner circle anymore. And the Jericho's got the, a, a new bunch of pals, uh, and the other two have been missing. Where yeah, where'd Santana and Ortiz go? Uh, they have future endeavor. That's what Jericho said. This is wild. Do you think he was saying that you're telling the truth? No, I, I have no idea. They're probably on a vacation or or hurt or maybe Kingston's eye, his orbital bone really wasn't healed. And then when you got that swollen eye, everyone said, oh, it's just a shiner. He's fine. Maybe he's not. And maybe the story is with Kingston. I I, I have no idea. They, they, they probably just asked for time off. I, I couldn't tell you. Should we jump into AEW or do we want to keep talking about WWE? Uh, Randy Orton. Let's saw one. There's one more thing on my mind about WWE. Randy uh-huh. Orton and and uh, Riddle, uh-huh. RK Bro. Uh huh. They're fighting Alpha Academy, and and then all of a sudden, the Street Profits come in and jump them. Right. I asked you this last week. Uh-huh. I'm going to ask you again this week, Jeff. Are the Street Profits heel? What What did I say last week? I don't remember. I think you yes, said you no. Did. No, I said yes. And the answer is still yes. Yes, of course they're turning heel. Are they going to win these titles? No. RK Bro keeps them. I'm starting to think that they are. Hmm. Why? Because they want to pop those uh, Scottish fans? <laughs> um, no. I think that they're a successful act. I think that they sell a lot of merch. Um, I don't see, I mean, I guess it could protect them to have someone else take the pin. I don't know. There's a lot of, there's a lot of potential pin eaters in this match. I mean, you got Dawkins, you got Gable and, and you got Riddle who, who Otis, you know, don't forget Otis. They don't really have Otis get pinned all that much. I mean, Riddle gets pinned a lot more than Otis does. Riddle is very generous that way. Um, I don't know. Uh, I just think that, that again, the RK bros are the feel good moment i think that probably gable eats the pin as usual and the street profits go nuts didn't gable refer to otis this week as like um the new face of vengeance or something like that like in reference to batman i i I don't care about this new the batman i finally heard some like honest reviews of it and they said it sucks and i could tell it sucks no, it's great. I watched it myself. It was it's a great movie. You have terrible taste in movies. What? Yeah, you have terrible taste in movies. I no, can I tell it sucks. I mean, they said he's bad at being Batman. Everyone's saying it's a detective story. He does no detective work. They said the Riddler did more detective work in 15 seconds than he did the entire movie. If he's a detective, detective, he's stupid. He's mean to everybody. They said it's boring. They said this was a movie that should have been an hour and 50 minutes. Everyone's like, yeah, people saying the soundtrack is great and the music's really good. So what? I didn't go to see a movie for a musical <laughs> experience. I mean, if the big thing is that the music is great, I don't give a fuck. You're so crouchy. I think we. I think you should watch it. I think you should see I it. I will watch it when it's on it's HBO a, Max. There's a great love story between him and Catwoman. Listen, all I know is that I heard Jonathan V. Last say, if 16-year-old me told me there was going to be an emo Batman who was really mean to everyone, and you could almost see Catwoman's nipples, I'd be really excited. And, it's like, and I saw this movie, and I hate it. It stinks. This movie's terrible. 
and then Sonny Bunch said the same thing. And then, uh, the guys from the Sub Beacon, they're all they're all people like me, you know. Before I ruined my life, um, they're sort of like in their crotchety. Yeah, they're all like like former Hollywood writers, and and they write for like you know entertainment beats, but also do some political commentary. They drink scotch. They wear snooty clothes. You know, they all have like normal, you know, well, not normal. They all have like extremely comfortable upper middle class lives. So they complain about upper middle class things. They're, they're like, they're like me before I derailed everything. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like you before COVID? No, no, no. Well, before that. Oh my gosh. Before you, before you could even have a sniff of knowing me. Oh wow, this is this is the behind the scenes of yeah. Jeff. Yeah, the, the, this this is once again going back to you being a bad friend. You've known me five years and you know nothing about me. I know I know enough about you. I don't need to. I, I, I accept you I for agree. who you, you are. I agree. You know enough about me. I do know enough about you. I accept you for who you are. It's we terrific. do a podcast for two years almost. Mm-hmm. Jeff, so want, um, yes. Yeah. You want to hear yeah. some more some more WWE related stuff? Yeah, why not? Go ahead, you take over. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Am I am I stepping on your your toes? No, go ahead. This is we're doing free form conversation this week. All right. Well, Gable Stevenson won his back to back NCAA title in, in heavyweight wrestling, and and then then he retired from collegiate wrestling. Um, he reti- yeah. retired champion. That's the way say I. That's the way I see it. Anytime I, I play Monopoly, I win and then I retire immediately. That's right. So there's all sorts of rumors about him showing up at, at uh, WrestleMania. I guess if there was an alternative to Cody Rhodes being your surprise against Seth Rollins, Gable Stevenson might be the one. Oh, that's a good one. That's the first time I've heard that one. That's a good one. Um, I, I think, I mean, I've heard it somewhere else. I, I couldn't tell you who said it. But, uh, it's not what are you saying? Hammerlock Hangover exclusive. It's going to be Gable Stevenson, everybody. Okay. I, listen, I've come up with a lot of, I've gotten a lot of things right. I, I do laps and victory laps constantly. Uh, also, WWE inked finally that Middle East broadcasting deal. Um, so they're, you know, they have a, a new exclusive broadcasting partner uh, through the Middle East reason. That's right. Let me go pick up some more stock. Yeah, well, this is this is one of the deals that they were, you know, sort of sued over for not getting enough money. So, you know, I guess maybe this one will be more money. Who knows? We'll see. And I guess it's related, but Cesaro filed a trademark for CSRO. Uh, I don't know how well he's going to do with that one. Somebody, someone told me that they think it's for coffee and not for wrestling. So I don't know. I, I didn't I didn't take the time to look into it. What's the matter? He can't get anybody to buy Claudio Castagnoli coffee. I have, I'm pretty sure he's not going to get too many people to buy CSRO coffee either. Oh, you know, I knew that he made his own coffee. Like he's got like a bag that he sells for some, I mean, there's another like a coffee. Uh, they don't call them a brewery. They call it a, what do they call it? Jeff, not a refinery, a beanery. It's not a beanery. Distillery. I don't know. It's not a distillery. Are they brewers? A roaster. They're coffee roasters. That's what it is. Okay. So so there's um a company that sells Cesaro's like a Cesaro roast, but they don't call it a Cesaro roast. I forget what they call it. Okay, well this is this is what CSRO stands for. It says coffee sucks rats orifices. That is not a that's not a selling. You comment. didn't just you didn't just make that up. You actually yeah, read that. I mean, I know this is in an audio format, but you actually just read that from somewhere. No, no, I just made that up. For real? Yeah. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought you you were being uh, real. No, that you would pulled be a the wool name. over my. You it would be a terrible name. That's why I thought Cesaro was actually capable of doing it. I mean, <laughs> your best your best name in the Indies is Claudio Castagnoli. That might be his real name. <laughs> Come on, Jeff. Come I don't on. Know. Let's be real. I don't. Know. What's his real name? Doug. <laughs> Pete. His real name is Pete. Pete Pena. Pete. There we go. There's a badass Pete. There you go. That's right. It took us two weeks, but we found one. Good. I got to go create a create a wrestler now on WWE 2K22. Pete Pena? No, yeah, that's right. All right. So, yeah. WWE. I, yeah, I'm not really excited about the WWE, the WrestleMania build, but, you know, I think... Mean, it, I, I'm really sort of having to. I'm dreading having to watch so much wrestling in such a short period of time. Are you excited for this superstar RAW that they're going to set up? Like everybody's going to show up at this RAW. It's like Brock's there, Roman's there, Pete's going to be there. Sorry, no, sorry, Butch. Butch <laughs> will be there. Um, Tommaso Ciampa will probably be there. So big. It's hard to imagine being excited for RAW after there's going to be 14 hours of WrestleMania, and then there's going to be another probably 10 hours of pre-show and stand and deliver and probably having to follow, you know, the other cards. You know, you got your Hall of Fame speeches. You've got the Super Card of Honor. I'm sure there's a Control Your Narrative. I know there's a GCW Collector for the Culture. Um, what other shows are, are there? I mean, there's... There's Thunder Roses having a show, Mission Pro Wrestling. There's GC, GCW is having like fifty fucking shows. They they they're they're doing their own WrestleCon. Okay. At the uh, what is it the the Embarcadero? <laughs> the, it, it, I'm, that's le, that's legit. They, there's a, there's WrestleCon and then there's the GCW Wrestle uh, Fest or whatever they want to call it. I, I can't, I believe they can't call it Wrestle Fest because that was the WWE game. But how many shows is Matt Cardona going to do? Like 18? Um, hold on. Let me do the math. Uh, 33, carry the five, 80, 86. I think he's going to do 86 Slacker. in four days. And he, and guess what? Out of those 86 shows, he's going to be the champion a hundred times. That is great math. Thank you, Mr. Steiner. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Matt Cardona's everywhere. He's well, so he he's a... so hot. You know what? Put put. Let's add Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green to that women's tag team match at WrestleMania. They're going to win the, the, the whole thing. You know what? Let's add Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green to facing Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Why not? I'm, I'm sure Matt Cardona would get a huge pop. He would. Woo-woo-woo. Woo woo! He's gonna come back with his woo woo woo. You know it, and then he's gonna get face stomped. You love yourself, Rollins. I certainly do. He's phenomenal. He's doing great. Ridiculous! Just silly. Just a you silly know what's silly? What? You know what's silly? That wrestling show on Wednesday night. Yeah, you know what? I have to agree with you. It, it's it's been three weeks of silliness. There's a there's a lot of there's a lot of stupid on that show. Jeff, I actually took the time because, again, I had nothing better to do on a Wednesday night. I turned it on. I said, you know what? Let me watch this shit on TBS. And then I immediately regretted it because I watched um, Wheeler Yuta pretend to be a badass backstage. And just because he was wearing a black shirt, 
he was like, this was like some of the worst fucking acting. Like Wheeler Yuta is not ready for prime time. Like I don't give a fuck what he does in the ring. Well, but, he's with Trent Barretta, who's not he's, ready for prime he, time. He's been in the business for 37,000 years. Trent Barretta's like, hey, man, you know I don't like you, but I can. I don't like those guys more. And then Wheeler Yuta's like, yeah, well, I don't like you either, buddy, but I like you better than them, and no, let's a, form a tag team. He's like, what I kind of a best friend. I want to be the best wrestler, but... Trump Redder goes, these guys let you sleep on their couch. So are, are we to take it that that Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor live together and have a couch? I was surprised that Orange Cassidy had a couch. I mean, honestly, I, I would imagine he'd sleep out of a cardboard box. Well, guy's always wearing did. the same fucking clothes. He's it looks like he, he looks homeless. Well, maybe that's why he was happy to give someone his couch. He sleeps in the box. Probably he looks like he enjoys sleeping out of a box. This uh, Orange Cassidy. Listen, if you didn't know that you were watching, if you hadn't watched wrestling in like three and a half years, and you turn on AEW, you would see a segment with CM Punk, one guy from the Revival. You would see Chris Jericho. You would see Daniel Bryan and Dean Ambrose. Um, you would see Jake Hagar. I mean, it, it was like. It, it, it's like William Regal. It was basically watching WWE. You you have the Hardys. You have Andrade. I mean, I know Sting's not a WWE guy. Yeah? You, I guess he's more associated, depending on how old you are, WCW or TNA. Um, but, you know, I mean, the show was like at least 80% featuring people who came from other promotions versus all these young guys they're supposedly building around. I mean... All of the stars, I think the youngest one was Brian Danielson, who's, what, 42 or 43? Yeah. I mean, everyone else was, well, Moxley. I guess he's, what, 35? So, um, No, I mean, uh, you had uh, Wheeler Yuta, right? Isn't he young? Yeah, but he's not featured. He was. He had his backstage promo. He didn't even... Well, what about him. Danny Garcia? Danny Garcia was in the main event. Yeah, well, I, I was talking about the first hour, but uh, yeah, Daniel oh, Garcia mm. came out later. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The first, the first hour, we've we've argued this. The first hour is usually the main event for AEW. Well, I'm not even talking about the main event necessarily. I mean, you're right, we do, and and I'm not sure what is or isn't. But I mean, I'm talking about if you were just watching the first hour, you're seeing eighty percent people that you wouldn't have associated with AEW. You know, even two and a half years ago. So you know, if I say three and a half years ago, there was no AEW, but two years ago. You wouldn't have associated. You you would have thought that you were what that the WWE started the new program. They're desperately missing their guys. Like Adam Page. Let's be honest, he's not hitting it. No. Adam Cole. I, I don't know. I think out of all the guys that have left WWE to go to AEW, Adam Cole is probably one of the first guys that really feels like he took us the wrong step because he feels less special than he ever did in NXT. Um, I mean, I was never an Adam Cole fan, but you're not the only person who says it. I mean, you know, Fish and O'Reilly was never big on them. I mean, but they, they just look like little jackals. It's funny. I think JR even said like a pack of jackals when they were pouncing. I think it was Paige. But yeah, I mean, I was paying attention last night for, for Pops because, frankly, I was looking for things to pay attention to. And people are telling me Paige is so over. So I listened. CM Punk comes out huge pop he's still listen whatever i think of cm punk whatever anyone thinks of cm punk he still gets an enormous reaction the crowds are still excited to see him 
you know, re- regardless of whether he needs to be doing 15 minute matches against Dax Harwood, who's supposed to be turning face or is a face. They fired Tully Blanchard. I mean, th- 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 he's wearing his AAA tag team championship belt for what reason? I I, I don't know. Uh, MJF thinks there's still a pinnacle. I mean, it, it was all very confusing. None of it. I, I mean, is that supposed to make Dax look good? He's still lost. So what's the point? Even if he won, is he a singles wrestler now? I mean, isn't FTR's whole gimmick that we're the top guys, we're, we're a tag team? But, I mean, I don't know. He gets a, he gets a pop, CM Punk, meaning uh, Brian and Moxley get ovations. Jericho's music hits. Everybody sings along. Um, Adam Page comes in. It's not like nothing, but he gets like he gets a polite applause. It's, it's, yeah. it's nothing even close to those guys. And most of those guys aren't close to punks. I mean, punks is far and away the, the the loudest of them all. And Adam Page, frankly, isn't much better than, say, Christian Cage. I think that's the problem with AEW. As I watch it, I'm like, the wrong guys are in the wrong spots. Like, why do you have CM Punk? I understand you didn't want to put the title on him right immediately after he came in in August. But it's already like eight months later. Like, you're desperate needing star power and all your stars are in this mid-card bullshit like cm punk should be in the main event daniel bryan should be in the main event moxley should be in the main event instead you've got who danny garcia and john silver like i don't like john silver listen great stuff right the the guys i get i get what he's his role he's like a little guy, but he can do a lot of quick, quick spots. I get it. That match at the end of the show was a fucking mess. Danny Garcia's out of spot. He's he's misplaced. He's missing spots. Everrise is missing spots. Everybody was missing fucking spots. The, the ref kicks the Dark Order out, but they let Jericho's squad stay in there. I mean, it was it was just it was so much. It was so much stupid. This whole card. This whole card. I mean, I can't believe they were skipping over this this tornado match with Private Party, who is the only team that, that came in young and green and has gotten older and worse. They, they are terrible. Sting was winded. He's messing things up. Matt Hardy continues to be painful to look at. You know, Jeff Hardy's doing Jeff stuff. I mean, you know, it scares the hell out of me. Uh, but, he, you know, he looked okay. It's just the... the the Butcher and the Blade, I mean, this team makes no sense. And Andrade, the only one with any credibility in the Andrade family office, he, he doesn't get involved because the faces have to win. This this it's it's so dumb. And Darby, who's supposed to be one of the young stars, is now mired with well, one AARP member and two middle-aged guys, and then and then finding four nobodies who are in in a failed faction full of nobodies, and Andrade feels like a nobody. And what the fuck is Jose's role? <laughs> Jeff, your guess is as good as mine. I was going to ask you this: When was the last time Andrade had a serious, like a legitimate win? I don't know. The last match I remember him being in is when he lost because he missed the flaming table. Cody landed in it, but somehow still got the win. I mean, that's the last time I remember him being in a match. I mean, is is Andrade one of those guys that's on shadow injury that they they don't have him wrestle? I don't even see results for him for Dark. I don't see him in, even in the rankings. Well, he's going to wrestle Darby Allen on Friday on Rampage. And I, it's immediately, like, again, my biggest criticism is you look at the card and you already know who's going to win. Like, there's no there's no um, second guessing about it. Like, again, you had Jay Lethal versus Adam Cole. 
on Dynamite. Good match. Yeah, but was fine. you you know who's gonna win. And don't tell me this is like I, I don't know, like the the wins and losses, all this ridiculousness, it's just it's 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 fodder. It's all bullshit. And I no, can't course, watch it. I can't take it seriously. Yeah, the, the rankings are the, their ranking system is stupid. Nobody watches the YouTube shows. They should stop pretending that they, that they matter, and they should stop. I mean, they should either drop the rankings thing, or they should at least try to account for it. The problem is, is that they, you know, they they give all this enhancement talent jobs on dark and dark elevation. So you know, the the AEW people they send there have to win. But it, it, Jeff. The, the rankings make absolutely no sense, and they're all bullshit to begin with. Let's talk about this women's uh, match between Layla Hirsch and Red Velvet. By the way, that Red, was the, that was the only match that the outcome might have been in doubt. Red Velvet is wrestling circles around this woman. Like again, Layla Hirsch out of place, and I don't know if that's supposed to be the story because again, she resorted to needing a pipe. She resorted. She's such a badass. Layla Hirsch, in real life, I'm supposed to believe that she resorted to picking up a, a ring tool to pop Red Velvet. She couldn't beat Red Velvet clean. Well, well that's her new thing is she pulls that, that like turnbuckle wrench, and this time she pulled two things so that the ref caught one and she had another. Very clever. But, I mean, the end result is Statlander and her fighting again. That feud just ended. I mean, that's the thing with it. Like I said, they, they know where they want to go, but they don't know where they want to go after it. You have Statlander, Layla Hirsch feud ends. It transitions to Hirsch, Red Velvet. Fine, that makes sense. Now back to Statlander doesn't. Serena Deeb loses her feud to Sheeta. What she do? She attacks Sheeta. Sheeta comes back, and the feud with Deeb is back on. I mean, Adam Cole loses his title match to, to Adam Page. Who's their number one contender? Their roster is stacked. They're full of people. It's Adam Cole again. Adam Cole is the one they're talking about. Yeah, where's where is Miro? Where is like again the guys that are should be at the top are all like mixed up in in mid card nonsense. MJF is cutting promos on Wardlow, calling him fat. Like I don't get that. Right. By, the way, then, by the way, by the way, please because. Everyone loves MJF's promos. I like. I thought last night was one of his weaker promos, but yes, everyone yeah. is glossing over something. Remember a few weeks ago when I was the only person saying this has opened the door towards anti-Semitism, and it didn't happen. And I said, Phew. they dodged a bullet. I hope it lasts. It didn't. Last night when he's in the ring doing his promo, the crowd starts chanting Jesus. Now, what right, the hell right, are you right. And then he, he plays along with it. He goes, yeah, that's right. I'm going to strap Wardlow up to a cross and crucify him just like Jesus. But they were chanting Jesus first. What the hell do you think that was about? Are they called, well, Do you think the chant was because CM Punk used to call himself Wrestling Jesus? That People don't chant Jesus. They chant Jesus because they're in evangelical Texas. That's going to that's gonna continue and it's going to get worse. You heard it here first the first time. It, it got deferred. I, I took a breath a, a breath of relief, but it it's coming. It wherever he goes, there's going to be Jesus. I, I wish I, I wish I had a joke to follow that up, but I I don't. I, don't. I wanted to say Jesus is everywhere as long as Jesus is with you. There shall be peace. I mean, I was trying know, to think of like which wrestler is a famous Jesus, but there is no famous Jesus wrestler. Adam Rose, unless oh. 
I was going to say Seth Rollins again, but, you know, because, you know, he is the wrestling messiah. Yeah. Um, Jeff, the, 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 the MJF promo just missed a lot of things. He looked discombobulated, definitely thrown off. The Jesus one, the Jesus joke, I was like, oh, that's rough. Like, I don't know if I would have touched that one. He has nothing to say. And they basically say, Wardlow, you can't get out of your contract. It wasn't some the contract. You made a deal with the devil. I mean, obviously, the next pay-per-view is going to be Wardlow versus MJF. His contract's on the line. Yay. Okay, it's a wrestling story. Fine. But, yeah, the, this story, but, to quote but, MJF, but, was Pakakta. But what is the end goal? To put Wardlow over at the expense of MJF? Is this really worth, worth it? No. I don't rightly know. You I, had I MJF know. lose to CM Punk. You're going to have him lose to Wardlow? That makes no sense to me. Somebody's got to win. Somebody's got to lose. So unless they're going to put MJF in in the you know in the title picture, which they don't seem to want to do right away, this this is what they're going with. They'll have to figure it out. I mean, that's the thing. They 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 have a good story. They don't know their way around. Because I agree with you. I, I don't know who you put over. They're both sort of two of your young stars. And I don't know how you do something to protect MJF unless you're going to have Sean Spears turn on MJF, or that's when F- they're going to wait another two and a half months for FTR to formally turn face and they turn on MJF. I mean, you know, I guess there could be something where Wardlow acquires the diamond ring and uses that to. to oh my God. Jeff, stop right there. My head's about to explode. This is ridiculous. This is, this is complete nonsense. And you know what? CM Punk was right. MJF has now become the AEW Miz because he can, he takes a bunch of L's and I guess he can, the, the idea is I guess he can afford it, but he's not the Miz. He doesn't have right. the same pedigree. I, I, you know, I agree. This is, this is when you book yourself into a corner, but you know, listen, whatever it is, I guess it'll have to be a brave choice because one of those guys, neither one of those guys really should be taking an L if they're planning to put them on the next level. Of course, if they want Wardlow to lose and NJF keeps the contract, I guess he's got a disgruntled bodyguard and they just replay this... the story for the next three months to three years. I see what's going to happen. They're, they fed MJF to CM Punk. They are going to feed MJF to Wardlow. MJF is going to enter some... Uh, nonsense uh diamond mine diamond ring battle royal or whatever uh casino thingamabob he's gonna win the thing he's gonna face adam page and he's gonna win the world title and that'll make up for him looking like a loser for the last eight months no i think he's gonna be renditioned and go to a re-education camp where he comes out as a evangelical southern baptist ridiculous ridiculous I, I and the and the last part of his fucking promo makes no sense about the pinnacle. What do you say? And the pin and for those guys asking where the pinnacle's been and whether we're still together, of course we're still together because as long as the pinnacle's together, we're always on top. And I'm going, who's on top in the pinnacle, MJF? You're battling Wardlow. FTR can't fucking be found sniffing anywhere the top of the the, the tag team titles, and and the chairman. This guy's a joke. I have a question for you and the audience. Who has had a longer wrestling career than Sean Spears and done nothing? I mean, as much as I can't stand Trent Beretta and Chuck Taylor, they've been been—they've at least had titles in places, multiple places. I mean, Sean Spears, I, as far as I can remember, he's 
I don't think he's ever held the title. Maybe like the 24-7 title. I'm not even sure of that. The the title, the only title that's important to him is uh, the one that he's, he's sleeping next to. Right. Did, did he even have an NXT title? No. No, I mean, he's done nothing. And he's like, he's been wrestling for like 22 years and he's accomplished nothing. Well, I mean, he's managed to stay employed. Do you think that like he can come back to WWE and people will still remember him as 10, the 10 gimmick? Or do you think he's just ruined that for himself too? Sure, but why would they want him? I mean, he, I mean, he's he's like he's like the very example of subpar mediocrity. Yeah, but you know how like WWE likes to have old guys with like some you know for a nostalgia kick every once in a while they call back a guy for one run, and I'm not even saying like a full run like I'm just saying for like one spot so everybody chants ten ten ten. But sure. I think. I think that he's he's even beyond that now. Now he's worthless. Well, yeah. To WWE. I think he's worthless. I think that they would do better with Heath Slater, I Need Kids, and more, you know, Morrison. I mean, you know I love Morrison, but um, there's a whole bunch of people who I, I think they would be better suited for that kind of role. Cardona. Oh, my God. Yeah, Cardona would get a massive pop. Um, Yeah, you know what? I just am stricken by the fact that AEW looked like it was missing star power in key areas. Sure, they open up with CM Punk. But you open up in a shitty fucking match that means nothing. Like, the the half of FTR? Like, for what? And then Jade. Jade should be marquee. Like, they should be giving Jade a lot of time. She's getting so comfortable with the mic. She was the best. That was the best part of the show. That that segment, even smart Mark Sterling was great. That that whole thing was great. Yeah. Why didn't that happen in the ring? Why do you resort to like having that spot in a pre-tape? Like, well, maybe she's she a maybe she's, she's more a draw. A draw for you're pro- You're probably right, but no. But she's an attraction. Uh, Jeff, if you if you're flipping, you've said this before. If you're flipping channels and you see Jade Cargill on the on the show, and you're like, "Oh shit, who is this?" Right. But if she's not in a match, what what's the difference if it's pre-taped or in the ring? You may you may as well get it right. I guess you're right. I mean, all these pre-tapes with her have hit the hit the mark the last couple of weeks. I love that. You know, we started the show the other day with uh, nobody gives a shit about karate. That was that was probably her best fucking line. Speaking of uh, her, the, the nemesis. So, all right. Oh, Sammy Tay Guevara. sleeping. Tay, Tay and Sammy Guevara sleeping with the TNT title. Yeah, I mean, listen. I know people hated that. I don't care about that. I, you know, that it was all fine. I didn't care. The Dan Lambert thing was fine. It, it, it was actually, I mean, it made me giggle. Okay, fine. I have locker room humor. I have locker room humor. I'm sorry, folks. Wrestling's lower. I didn't mind any of that. But Sammy and Tay have no chemistry. They're so cringe together. It's like. It's like they're trying to be the faces, but like again, like I, I think somehow Tay Conti is going to get Sammy Guevara booed, and somehow Dan Lambert's going to be cheered. I mean, I love the whole—he's the co-TNT champion. That, that's fabulous. Yeah. You think you think Ty Ty Conti is going to be the Yoko Ono? She's going to just like completely ruin it for I, I Sammy. Mean, they're, they're just so terrible, and and the and like it wouldn't be so bad if. 
they weren't all like, give us a privacy, give us a privacy. And then as soon as they're like, you know, next week they're happy. They, they're like all over social media and they won't shut up. They're just so obnoxious about it. And you know when the first thing goes wrong, they'll be like, respect our privacy, respect our privacy. No, fuck you. <laughs> if you don't respect your privacy, I'm not going to either. I mean, you know, shut up. Stop rubbing your your 24-year-old love in, in our face. We don't care. You're a couple of stupid kids. <laughs> Spoken like a true old man. <laughs> Stop loving each other, youngsters. We don't even know what it means. The idiot got engaged on national TV and, and it was broken off a couple months later. Oh, and you know man. what? Ty Conti hasn't gotten much better. Remember when everyone said, oh my God, WWE Waster, she's such a talent. And then, you know, like from her, you know, her time in AW, she got, she got better and she did get better for a while, but now it's like she's reverted and uh, you know, I think it's Joey Numbus from Wrestling Soup who said this. He's like, if you're not working the indies and you're not working four, five, six nights a week and you're not in their training and AEW doesn't make you, and if they're paying you enough that you don't have to work or you can make your money doing Twitch or other things, you don't get better by working once a week or once every two weeks. And he's right. That's A lot of these people aren't getting better. A lot of them are getting worse because they don't have to work. Now I know Private Party does other shows, so I don't know. I, I don't know what their excuse is, but Layla Hirsch has gotten worse. She's also got fat, um, which may be impacting her mobility and and you know her being technical and precise. Um, Red Velvet is a, is you know basically three or four years in the business, and she looks like the veteran out, out there. Oh my God, she was light light years. Away, uh, Im improved and better than than Layla Hirsch. Like she hits this flawless like Hurricane Rana out from the outside of the ring right before the match starts. Beautiful, beautiful. And then I'm I'm watching this match and I'm like, Red Velvet better win this fucking match because Layla Hirsch looks like she's lost out there. Yeah. And again, Tony Khan has built the brand of AEW to be the hey, we're professional wrestling. You know, this is what matters. And then you have Layla Hirschwin. Like, come on, what, what are you doing? Right. I mean, in, in other complaints, Dustin versus Lance Archer. Why? I mean, this is what Lance Archer is doing. I mean, last time we saw, like, Lance Archer almost killed Dustin. What? What's the purpose? Is Dustin going to get revenge for what purpose? Lance Archer is going to be Dustin for what purpose? He just lost a title shot. What? 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 What's the purpose? What? What are they going to do with Lance Archer? Do you know, have some story? Maybe they'll build something. I just have no confidence today. You know what it is, Jeff. It's that they don't have another big man to match up and look big up against Lance Archer, and they don't want to feed. They don't want to feed Hobbs to to Lance Archer, and they don't want to feed Big Keith Lee to him. So they're going to feed Dustin Rhodes to him, so because they look equal in stature. And the problem is, almost seventy percent of the roster can't match up to to Lance Archer in stature. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, the and then, they're and then they're going to feed Lance Archer to either Keith Lee or uh, Hobbs. I, I, well, it'll be the Keith Lee because uh, Archer, I'm pretty sure, is still a heel. He's and Dan Lambert, I guess, is speaking for him again. So I guess he's his manager again, or maybe always was. I, I'm not sure, but he's not associated with America's top team. I, I, I don't. It's it's also all over the place. But the Thunder Rosa thing. I mean, v Vicky Guerrero. God, please go away. And and. 
I mean, is is Nyla Rose is just the the female version of Lance Archer? She comes in, she beats you up from behind, she gets a title shot, she loses at the end, then she goes away for a while till the next time. I I, I that that segment was so cringy, and I don't even really blame um, Vicky for this. I feel like there was just poor management of what the the segment was supposed to be. You have Vicky pretty much cutting off Thunder Rosa left and right. Mm-hmm. Then it gets in this weird, um, you know, the topic of, of Thunder Rosa. Right. Like Thunder Rosa's citizenship. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what does this have to do with promoting the fuck, like a matchup or something? Like, And then Thunder Rosa makes it worse by saying, I got my citizenship here in Texas. You got your citizenship of the United States. I mean, I understand that you did it in Texas, but you're a citizen of the United States. At least get that right. Maybe only lawyers care about that. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was all lost. And then my the, my favorite part of the segment, the one thing that like was inside baseball is Nyla gets, Nyla ambushes Thunder Rosa and then proceeds to pummel her as she's on the ground and then smash Thunder Rosa's head into the ground. So Thunder Rosa is supposed to be knocked out. But then Nyla Rose starts grabbing her big paw hand and smudging the makeup side of Thunder Rosa's face at like like she's, you know, like she's claiming victory like she's got blood on her hand, right? But she's got mm-hmm. the makeup. Right. And she does this really um vigorously on Thunder Rosa's face so much so that Thunder Rosa breaks out of being knocked out of air quotes and slaps Nyla Rose's hand out of the way like bitch stop fucking around with my face move on to whatever you else you're supposed to do i just like, like what is going on who bo- who is the agent that booked this shit I think people book their own shit. I think that's the problem. And, I mean, Thunder Rose is already annoyed because you know she's annoyed with Britt Baker for, for that match. And then Britt, Britt's saying, oh, you, you think that the thumbtacks don't hurt? Nobody said the thumbtacks don't hurt. They said you didn't sell anything. You didn't sell falling off the chair pyramid. You didn't sell the thumbtacks. It's that you didn't sell it in the match. No one's saying the thumbtacks don't hurt, dummy. We're saying that you didn't sell in the match. You should make it look like it hurts in the match. Right. Register. Register the fucking falls. Register the fucking violence. Wait, I mean, that's half the game when you're on defense. Yes, but that's AEW, though. Like, look at the Bucks. The Bucks don't register shit. They just get up and move on to the next spot. Well, she's trained by Adam Cole. I mean, one of the best in the world, right? Who, who you know, he's he's never had an injury that he couldn't recover from within four or five seconds. And, and now all he does is low blows, multiple low blows in the same match to Jay fucking Lethal when he's got two goons out there. Come on, it's it's just, it's it's just dumb. I mean, you know, it's fine to have a, a a good, solid, competitive match with Jay Lethal, who, by the way, was ranked number one. So of course, Cole had to win. Jay Lethal, who I, I mean, we've seen once in the last two and a half months on on it on Dynamite. It's just it's just so formulaic, you know. Whenever they have a team that shouldn't be ranked yeah. high, but they are ranked high, they lose to the team that should be ranked high, and and. Why and the gun club is taunting FTR? I mean, who cares about the gun club? What are they doing? Is is that <laughs> is that what FTR is going to be doing 
next? And and like they're still talking about we're not sure what's going on with Tully. I mean, it's like like too much meshed in that that didn't make sense. And and again, it all started with there's no reason Dax should be in a match with with CM Punk. And like that's what Tony Nice is there for. Yeah, the only thing I can imagine is that they needed Punk to do a match and they needed somebody to work safe with them and they know that the FTR guys are safe. And they said, fuck it. Who's Punk, who's the guy you want to work with? I'll work with Dax, he's safe. That's the only thing I can think of because why break up the team or your idea that uh, the other one, what is it, Cash? Cash Mm -hmm. is injured. Yeah, I mean, mean, that could be it. Still, it doesn't explain why he's got to be in a match with CM Punk. Maybe they just want to work together. And Tony said, okay, sounds good. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> That's right. Tony, we got, we got you a gift. <laughs> Punk's like, I may be straight edge, but I straight up have my connections. <laughs> That's right. Do you think Tony Khan uses a uh, credit card to, to cut it up? Like old school? Whatever I'm, Whatever's above Amex Black, yes. <laughs> Because Tony Khan doesn't even use black credit cards. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh, oh, Jeff. Boo. Boo. I know. Boo. Um, all right. So the FT, uh, FTW title is going to be defended by uh, Ricky, Stark, Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks. Uh, and they basically said, bring Hobbs. I don't care if you bring Keith Lee. So we already know it's going to end in the cluster. Right. Exactly. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Right. Yeah, but I'm I'm convinced that this booking is just so fans feel smart. Like, right. see, I told you this was gonna happen. Like, no shit, you dumb fuck. Like, we knew this was happening because everybody I, sees it happening. I think you're giving them too much credit. I think a dub. I think that Tony Khan has the brain of a 14 year old wrestling fan. <laughs> so the fans are smart because they mostly have brains of 14 year olds. Right. Oh my so, god. Yeah. So NXT happened. It was yes. okay. Um, Listen, was- Dolph Ziggler is a great champion. I mean, he's he's raised the ratings up. Phenomenal. This is making him the champion. It was the best thing that they've done since making Toxic Attraction champions. Yeah. Um, Gigi, by the way, is definitely injured. That's why she wasn't in any of the scrum. I could see her sort of limping. So that that that's. But okay, you know, it's so- funny. You know what's funny? Whenever they're on the screen, I'm also limping. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Um, Winning that three-man race by yourself. Um, (laughs) So Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray won the women's Dusty Cup. And so then Toxic Attraction comes in. Well, only two of them do to try and do a a beatdown. You know, all all the heels are sort of working together. Then then what's-her-face, the... Who's Cora Jade, uh, the, the no charisma little biker, oh, no. rugrat, uh, young girl, comes in and, and does the rescue, I guess. She's got charisma. That's the skateboard's name, right? <laughs> Rosebud was a sled. Um, maybe. If, if if the skateboard's name is charisma, that's the only charisma she has. I, I, don't, I don't get her. I don't get anything about it. Uh, I don't even think she's that <laughs> cute. Um, oh so this is, but forget about this. This is the, the, the winners of the dusty women's cup. They, you know, traditionally get a title shot at the women's tag team championships, but instead they're going to cash in their title shot to make it a fatal four way for the win NXT women's title, which, you know, you know, nobody questions that to see if they can do it. So, so it's going to be Kay- Kaylee Ray, Io Shirai, Cora Jade, and 
Mandy Rose. So Mandy Rose has is basically three against one, though. You know, uh, you know, there'll be some cluster involved. I mean, Cora Jade should be pissed because you know her odds just went down. They're all supposed to be faces. Um, that might be the only thing that helps Cora Jade. She, I mean, I, I think that maybe she turns heel and joins Toxic Attraction, maybe get a little attitude. Um, mm. But um, so I would call that an AEW level stupid kind of swerve, you know, stupid request. But the the reason behind it, it's it wasn't a plan. The reason behind it is that Gigi is injured and they can't defend the tag team belts this soon. So, and they didn't want to strip them of the titles. That makes sense. I like that. I guess. Um, where's Walker, where's Raquel Gonzalez been? Who cares? Just be happy. Oh shit! I, I, I can't I can't believe how high I was on her. Maybe oh, she's maybe she's how do you say control your narrative in Spanish? Uh, Braun Strowman. You are the worst Colombian ever. <laughs> no cocaine. You don't speak Spanish. I do speak Spanish, but who cares? Control, control your narrative. narrative in Spanish. No, forget, forget it. it. No, you'll know it now. You're, no. you're so difficult. See. Si. Yeah, I know what that that means. Um, <laughs> all right, great show so far. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I recall Raquel Gonzalez is they're you know, they're waiting for creative to have something for her. Maybe she's think... still in terms. I don't know. Do you think like all this like pro- political stuff that has been going on uh, on her Twitter machine or her uh, and bronze? Do you think like that's like you know set her back? Um, I don't know what's going on her, on her Twitter machine because I don't. Well, follow she's her. like she's she's liked some po- conservative posts that are like I think um, what is it? Uh, you know what? Let me not speak out of turn. All I know is that she's liked some conservative posts that are just like really like off the wall, like uh, like like alt right stuff. I don't think WWE cares about that. I think they just care if you didn't get vaxxed. That's all. I mean, I, I don't think they. Ooh, I don't maybe think that's they, what it is. I don't think they care. So, no, I, I don't. I don't think that has, that has anything to do with it. I mean, those those things often overlap on the Venn diagram. But if she got vaxxed, I, I don't. I mean. And she wasn't released, so I assume she was. Anyway, I, I don't know what's going on with her, if anything. But no, I don't. I don't think it has anything to do with her Twitter or what she likes or whatever. I, I truly don't think they give two shits about that. Mm, okay. I mean, as long as she doesn't say anything to cause a gigantic controversy, I don't think they care. They know who yeah. her boyfriend, fiance is, whatever. They they know who his friends are. I you know. I mean, I think that in Vince's heart of hearts, he's just waiting for this woke fever to blow over and for Twitter to become irrelevant because, I mean, he probably agrees with half of that stuff, too. He's too busy. I'm sure he agrees with The Undertaker and thinks that the people aren't gritty enough and, you know, when they used to settle things with fists, now they cry and need safe spaces. And, you know, speaking of that, Triple H is back at work. He's back in his office. They fired his assistant and brought him back. I wonder if he got. I wonder if they brought his assistant back, or if maybe he gets a new assistant. I don't know. I would imagine he'd get a new assistant. Yeah, I know people are all upset that the Undertaker said there's not grit, and you know we, you know, I mean, I listened to the context. I I didn't listen. I read the context of of the, his full words. He didn't say anything controversial. He said things are different now. We have trainers and doctors, and that's great. It's much safer. Back in the day, we had a, you know, we we had a. Sometimes we carried weapons. It wasn't as safe. We, you know, we worked through injuries. If we had problems, we we sell them in the locker room, and either you, either you talked it out, or you, or you, you know, basically you 
fist fighted it, you know, fist fought it out. I mean, big deal. I mean, this is, I mean, that's controversial. When did that get controversial? Can I ask you a serious question? Yeah. Why does the Undertaker give a crap if Grits is uh, at catering? He loves Grits. But and he loves catering. Ready. Listen, you can't be too rich for free food. <laughs> and how come he's doing like all these rando podcasts? How come he doesn't come on here? It's probably because all that <laughs> shit I talk about him. It is. It's exactly right. He said, I would love to work with you, Jeff. I love Garden of Doom. I'd love to be on that, but I can't because Steve sucks. <laughs> he said, if, if you just lose that loser, I said, no, we're, we're in it together. I'm sorry. He goes, well, I admire your loyalty, but Steve sucks and you pay for his sins. Rest oh, in peace. Wow. Rest in <laughs> Did he tombstone you after this? Rest in peace. No, I said, man, Mark, you're mean. And then he said, wow, that's a good gimmick. Yeah. He said, good pull, but it's still a no. Mm. What else we got? All right. Well, in some AW-related news, early in the week, we learned that Christopher Daniels is the VP for talent relations. So I guess he's the one that we should yell at for not calling any of the wrestlers. Apparently, this is what Tony Khan does. He, if somebody is not renewed or isn't going to be re-signed or used, he just ghosts them. Like he's afraid of confrontation. Um, but that doesn't surprise me. He, he should just blame it on Christopher Daniels. But Christopher Daniels, they proudly announced a partnership with DDT Japan, which is apparently the promotion where they did the blow up doll wrestling and wrestling with a nine year old girl. And it's Joshi wrestling. It's like a minor league in Japan that I'm sure most people never heard of in, until that post, if, if even then. I mean, but what the hell does AEW need more? talent for i mean what i mean maybe if they supply people to ddt that'll you know make some sense for ddt i don't know how it helps aw and if it's yeah. if they want to bring more joshi wrestlers into, into aw what an indictment on on the women's division i mean just just stop pretending just don't do women's wrestling anymore on there but christopher daniel who i think just turned 50 uh is the vice president for talent relations who knew wow happy birthday to uh christopher daniels and another old guy that we haven't seen in a while, you know, Matt Seidel. Apparently, he's had a knee injury for the past few months, which is why we have. Oh my god! You know, I was I was wondering where he's been. Yeah. Now he is going to be accompanying Lee Moriarty at the Supercard of Honor, so he's going to be in his corner while he, when Lee Moriarty, face Lee Moriarty faces face Jay Lethal. What really the real question is? How come there's not a match between Lee Moriarty and Lee Johnson? For the Battle of the Lees, why, why is that not a match? Um, I don't know. The, the, you're a booking genius. Do you think if I show up to Supercard of Honor with a sign that says, I came to see Lee Johnson, that I'm going to get my ass kicked? No. Um, do you want a, the real answer? I mean, I know it wasn't a real question, but I really <laughs> think that because of what Cody did, that like, Everyone that's in the Cody orbit is sort of in limbo. Oh, I think really? R Rock Anderson, Lee Johnson, Sean Dean, you know, I, I mean, obviously Red Velvet, they have in something and they like her. And, you know, you know, Dustin's about to get killed. But I, I think that everyone that was directly tied to Cody is, is sort of, you know, they're not exactly Dead. sure where to go with that. Yeah, you're probably right. Let me ask you this. Who's in better shape? Um, 
Brock Anderson or Layla Hirsch? Physical shape um, or career shape? The answer is the same in both cases. It's going to be Layla Hirsch. Mm, okay. Though last time I saw Brock Anderson, he was—I mean, what's he was thickening up. He looked the same. He just looked thicker, which is—he looked like his father. He looked like Festus. Eh, no, Festus at least was big and tall and bald and sort of scary looking with the tattoos. This guy, this guy just looks like he's the guy that would help you at Home Depot with. Yeah, I can show you the paints. We have all sorts of shades. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. Here's the bear. Here's our Home Depot brand. Here's Polar. Here's Duro. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> which palette? Do you know which one you want? No. What's the difference? Well, most builders use bear. I mean, you, you, is, is this for a kid's room? Are you expecting a lot of spills? Bear is very resistant to sippy cups and oatmeal and and such. Oh, thank you, Brock Anderson. That's great. Well, you don't hey. just get this red apron for working here. Oh, wait. Yes, you do. <laughs> Thanks, folks, for coming on in. God bless you. You know, this reminds me. Earlier this week, I guess, or a couple days ago, Ric Flair was on a podcast and apparently decided to preach the gospel of AJ Styles being the best in the world and then completely shit on Daniel Bryan. Um, Any thoughts on that? Jeff, it's, it's the same thing I'm going to say every week when you ask me about Ric Flair. Ric Flair just says stupid shit to be to convince himself that he's relevant. No, nothing he says that matters. I mean, out of the two of them, I prefer Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan. But I mean, they're both great. They're both great in different ways. They have different styles. It, it, it you know, obviously Rick worked with AJ probably more than he worked with with Brian. I, I mean. But who cares? Who cares what Flair says? If he said the opposite, it would have had the, the same effect. He just says stupid shit to get to get in the headlines so people will listen to his god-awful podcast that most people say they can't get through 25 minutes of. <laughs> Do you listen to it? No. I, I mean, I, I listened to his first podcast, and I got through five episodes. I'm like, I'm done. This is terrible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the Big news of the week was that Tony Storm started an only OnlyFans and like she made like thirty thousand dollars in like the first day. I don't believe this. Well, they the are we talking they, about thirty thousand dollars like in uh, Australian? What are they? What is the currency in Australia? No, yeah, well, it's it's through OnlyFans, so it'll be U.S. But I mean, I don't know what OnlyFans cut is. I don't know what percentage they take, and you know, I don't know if when people pay if it's something like a check can bounce or they can reverse their credit card or, or or anything like that but what they do know is that you can't like it unless you pay that's the way it's set up and she had at least a thousand likes and the first tier is 1999 for a month so they know that she made at least you know twenty thousand dollars we'll round it up um just from that and you know there were also packages for you know, if you got a discount if you paid for like half a year or a year. So, you know, it, it's probably more than that. Now, how long does it last? I have no idea. I mean, I have a feeling this is one of those laws of diminishing returns things. Unless she does full out porn, it it, it it goes down real quick. And even if she does, like how often can you look at the same thing and say, eh. I think you're bringing this up because you want me to do my Tony Storm impression again. 
Yeah, go ahead. Why not? It's one of those weeks. Oi! I started me OnlyFans. <laughs> you ready to watch me jiggle it up, Jeff? That's, this is good. Pure gold. Radio gold. <laughs> We're going to get sponsored. We're going to, Spotify is going to sign us. We're going to get sponsored by Vegemite. Oi, you want to see me rub this Vegemite on my ass? Or on my arse? Or would you? By the way, Crockett Cup, no numbers on their pay-per-view buy. The biggest NWA show of the year. No no, no buy rate. So you know it's under 10,000. That's all I know. It's under 10,000. Um, yeah. Earlier in the week, it was probably lost in the shuffle stuff. Kenny Omega, his health, it, it, you know, he just had one surgery. He's having another. So it, it doesn't seem like Kenny Omega is going to be back anytime soon. I, I think that you know, middle of the summer is optimistic. It, it, Why can't it, they use Kenny Omega like they used Austin um, after the injury that he sustained when he was wrestling Owen? Like, have him in a bunch of backstage shit. Like, he's very entertaining. You don't necessarily need him to wrestle. I think you could stretch out Kenny Omega being a jerk with, uh, what's his face, Don Callis. You could. I mean... You, you know what the answer probably is, is that their contracts probably work exactly the same as WWE's and they just freeze the talent contract and tack the time on to when he comes back. So they're probably not paying him under the talent contract and they probably are paying him under his EVP contract. It's very the, odd. The, All the, the booking is odd. Room. Yeah, I, I mean, but I mean, they're probably happy not to have one more, you know, mouth to mouth to feed you know voice on there which is too when, when you consider it's callous um i mean just like i mean jay white was there and gone you know disappeared yeah, like where, yeah where is jay white what happened to that yeah nothing no not even mentioned anymore not not even part of the the rift i mean the young bucks weren't even on this week which i'm not complaining about really it's just it's just i mean i mean finally a week without them but it, i mean they are a part of a story, aren't they? I mean, that, that's the thing. Like, stories get dropped, and then they get picked up. I mean, Julia Hart is still wearing that stupid eye patch. I mean, the, the Varsity Blondes already lost their feud, and House of Black has already had another feud with another faction. Yeah, Julia Hart is still wearing the patch. Everyone else recovered, you know, within days or two weeks, and now she's doing the Alexa Bliss thing. And the Varsity Blondes still lost their match. So, I mean, it's not even, it's not even a story about them. I mean... I, I just don't understand. It's just like, it's just like, yeah, let, 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 let's keep this going, even though it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> even though we're not doing anything with it. It just doesn't make sense. Um, some other NWA notes. Homicide is their junior heavyweight champion. So young Homicide is the junior. I know it's a weight class thing, but still it sounds funny. Um, his friend Hernandez, the other member of LAX, announced he's done with Impact. So, uh I wasn't aware he was still with Impact, but okay. <laughs> Harry Smith is uh, rejoined the NWA for the Crockett Cup. I don't know if it's just for that or if if he's done. I mean, their team didn't win. He was replacing Nick Aldis, who now is going to go after Cardona's singles title, the NWA heavyweight title. Um, they're doing a Trevor Murdoch is injured story. Uh, so Harry Smith's still wrestling. Um the Briscoes won the Crockett Cup. I think it's the second year in a row that they won. Mm-hmm. So that's very exciting. Um, I don't know. I mean, as far as wrestling's concerned, that 
that's all all Zai's got. I mean, well, I, I think that's it. I mean, are we should we make stuff up? Should we just uh, no? I, I can go straight to ratings, and we can we can you know have the show under two hours for once. That's that would be okay. Yeah, let's give let's give let's give back to the to the wrestling community this week. Take All right. time back. Go outside. It's springtime in most parts of the Northeast. Now you can go out and you know breathe fresh air. Who are well, we? Well, last week These Bill Shannon made the case. Going outside. Well, last week Bill Shannon made the case for Impact, and Impact had a record low sixty-eight thousand who viewed last week. Uh, so we'll find out tomorrow uh, if if their precipitous drop keeps up or if they bounce back. But they went down by twenty-six thousand. Imagine going back. <laughs> I mean, 68,000, that's terrible. New Japan Pro Wrestling, their new content show also dropped right after Impact, went down to 45,000, so they lost 5,000. SmackDown, 2.147 million, went down 79,000. Rampage, which was at you know uh, supposed to start at 1130, it actually started closer to midnight, uh, but it scored 398,000, which was 128,000 lower than, than normal. Um, oh, by the way, I, I have a correction to make from last week. Last week, I said that Matt Bourne uh, was uh, was Eugene. Nick Dinsmore was Eugene. I, I'm pretty sure that both of them played one of the doinks at, at different points, and that's probably the confusion. But uh, I did want to make that correction. Um, Raw. Uh, this week, the threat of no Cody incited 69,000 more people to watch Raw. Raw, Raw went up from 1.7 to 1.769. NXT. See that trending up. Yep, NXT went up by four thousand, also trending up to six hundred twenty-eight thousand. Dolph Ziggler is the best champion ever. Yep, Dyn- Dynamite trending up one point zero four six million up. That's a lie. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand why a million people would tune into that hot trash of of a, of a wrestling show. Went up fifty-two thousand. Well, I have a couple theories on that. I mean, one is, you know, maybe people just like it, or maybe people want to convince themselves they like it, but. I mean, I actually believe that there's a lot of people who aren't interested in college basketball and most everything on, on networks are reruns. There's not a whole lot of new content this time of year. So maybe people who are were not otherwise inclined to watch wrestling just decide to check it out. There's also the theory that, you know, as you have the, the run up to WrestleMania, wrestling generally does better, but I'm not sure if the other numbers back that up this year. Um the aforesaid Crockett Cup, they had their pre-show on YouTube, which is hardly an indication of people buying it on pay-per-view, but 17,000 people watched the pre-show to date uh, on you know, on YouTube. Now, I don't know how many people would watch the pre-show day in the days or weeks after the, the actual pay-per-view ad uh, aired, but I can't rule it out. Anyway, only 17,000. Um, NWA, the last three weeks... 36,000, 46,000, 68,000. MLW, the last three weeks, 78,000. That was a new episode this week, but 78,000, 115,000, which, by the way, I'm taking full credit for that spike because that was the Alexander Hammerstone-Davey Richards match, which I said on this very show was the best wrestling match I saw this week. So I'm sure all of our 30,000 listeners tuned into that MLW show and gave it that boost. Um, And 74,000 three weeks ago. Elevation. 254, 253, 258. So it looks like they found their not-so-happy place. Dark, 237, 343, 335. Still a little bit all over the place, but nowhere near that 750,000 to a million that they were just a few short months ago. New Japan Strong, 
11,000, 10,000, 7,600. So it's trending up, but it's still pretty modest number. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you about wrestling. Maybe control your narrative is our best uh, is our best hope. Did we talk about the rules last week? The control your narrative rule. We did. Okay, good. We don't need to talk about that again. EC3 did do an ask me anything today, and I, I'll, I'll admit I didn't listen to it, but I read some of it. It just looked like he gave very robotic answers, but in like a very Vulcan manner, disavowed you know racism and anti-Semitism and and transphobia and homophobia and and all all sorts of stuff like that. Um, you know, and said, I believe in people have the right to think and be free, but I disavow any misogyny and all things bad. Um, when people asked him about allegations of, you know, Austin Aries in particular, he said, well, I've looked into his eyes, basically did the George Bush of Vladimir Putin thing. I've looked into his eyes and I, and I saw his soul and he said, I didn't do it. And I believe him. And then when people sent proof of the allegations, he, yeah, I guess all of a sudden he couldn't regret it anymore. And it, and no all those. Uh, Do you think uh, when he had to look into Austin Aries' eyes, like he had to like crouch down really, really low? No, no, like, no. He, he gave Austin Aries a, a stepladder. <laughs> he said, hey, Austin, I need you to step up on this turnbuckle. I need to talk to you. <laughs> Can they afford to- turnbuckles? <laughs> I don't fucking know, Jeff. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I don't really know about this controller. I will say this for, for a, a startup, it's getting a lot of talk. I mean, I mean, can we agree that like Terminus started with a little bit of talk, but nobody's talking about Terminus anymore? I mean, I don't even think they've announced a third show. I, di- I didn't even know they had a second show, Jeff. I mean, what do you think about GCW? I mean, for a while, like people were sort of saying, I think GCW is number three promotion. I mean, they, they've sort of faded back into the pack, haven't they? As sort of back into being like 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 sort of an indie plus. Yep, I completely agree with you. I mean, did you even know that they have a wrestling show right now as we're recording? I did not. Um, there you go. I knew they were doing a GCW for the culture collective show the afternoon. Uh, they Friday are Friday. Af- they are Friday afternoon. I was trying to get tickets to it, but my plane lands. As that show, I think, is either in the middle or beginning. And um, I'm bummed to miss that show. But GCW, like I said, is running an entire wrestling convention separate from WrestleCon and has a bunch of shows. Like GCW Thursday night is running a show with Joey Janela Spring Break number one. Then Friday, it's Spring Break number two. Then it's it's you know half gcw half mission pro wrestling the next day then it's who's on these cards i mean who's who's headlining the gc i mean i know the for the culture we've got shane taylor promotions mm-hmm. um, you know uh i think a... mysterious q I, I mean i think that they i mean i think that they've gotten a lot of the you know top young you know free agent uh you know african-american talent to you know flock to that show i think that i mean i think that show has a pretty good chance of doing well um but you know i haven't heard anything about you're you're the one that's breaking the news to me about spring break one and two i mean who's who's gonna be on the show is it gonna be sunny kiss and effie and joey janela i mean oh effie's got a show on uh on saturday morning effie's uh big gay brunch (laughs) <laughs> which is a, a, a wrestling ma- uh, show. Uh, hold on a minute. Let me see. Will it be Grits there? Will the Undertaker show? 
<laughs> yeah, I think The Undertaker has a good chance of showing up because there will be grits. Let's see. GCW wrestling. I have true grit. True grits. Rooster Cogburn, you've got true grit. That was a damn good movie. Vamp for a little bit while I try to pull this up. Um, no. It's at 140.30. You <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> you won't vamp for me? Vamp it up. Okay, so here are the events. It's Joey Janela's Spring Break. That's two different events. For the culture, Effie's Big Gay Brunch. That happens Saturday morning. Okay, but who's on the who's on the GCW Spring Break shows? Like, just like give me four names that I would know, on, you know, on either card, if there are. Let's see if I can find that, Jeff. <laughs> Let's see, hold on. Let me see if, if I can find this on the Twitter, on the collective Twitter. Because I mean, it really shouldn't be that difficult for the for you oh, to find. Oh, you it. would you would think so, Jeff. You would think that, but who really knows, Jeff? Right. It's true. Who really knows? Okay, let's see. GCW. All right, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport Eight. You got Moxley versus Biff. Busick, Oni Lorcan. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah. I was wondering why he looked um, not familiar at all. Minoru so Suzuki versus yeah Moxley versus uh, Oni Lorcan. This is for Josh right. Barnett's Blood Sport Eight. Okay, but that's not GCW. So, but okay, but so Minoru oh, really? Suzuki. Well, they're they're again. It's it's being pre GCW presents. Josh Barnett's Bloodsport okay. 8. This is Thursday night. Okay, so they're, they're co-promoting. All right, fine. Zeta Zhang versus Mar Marina Shafir. Okay, uh, who, John who, Hennigan, who? known as John Morrison, versus Simon Gotch. I know you're salivating at that match. Right. Who Who's who's Suzuki facing? Suzuki versus Chris Dickinson. Okay, I know Chris Dickinson. Josh Barnett versus, oh, our favorite, Joner. <laughs> Thatcher versus Kratos. So is that Timothy Thatcher? Yes. Kratos, Kratos Jr. Okay. Ninja Mac versus Yoya. Oh, Ninja Mac. That's the guy that everybody in the Ring of Honor uh, Facebook group is telling me is so, so great. Like, shut up. Here's some of the matches for the For the Culture uh, show that's going to occur on. By the way, Friday. I don't know who those wrestlers are. I mean, it's a it's a weird card. It's, I mean, it's interesting. I don't think I'd pay more than ten dollars to see it. But here is uh, some of the matches: AJ Gray versus Darius Lockhart, Ugh. the Hitmakers. You would know them as Swerve Scott, um, Brianna. Oh my God, Brianna Brandy. Yeah, BFAB. Right. BFAB. So, thank you. So Swerve is going to be at Supercard of Honor and this show. Right. So Swerve is going with the Hit Row. It's practically Hit Row versus Shane Taylor Promotions. Okay. Tasha Steeles versus Big Swole. Okay. There is a the world ver the world on Lucha. Oh no, sorry. GCW Gringo Locos. The World on Lucha 
It's AR Fox versus Ninja Mac. Ugh. No, you don't like that one? No. Uh, let's see who else we got here. Da, 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 da. And AR Fox was in one of my favorite matches of all time, by the way, with, with Swerve when he was kill shot. Really? Um, oh, here's some more matches for for the culture. Rich Swan versus JTG. Okay. Trisha Dora. Go ahead, sir. Trisha Dora versus MJ Jenkins. Uh, I like this guy's name. Hoodfoot versus Bill Dixon. Bill Dixon seems such a regular name. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either of those guys. Oh, you're gonna like this one. Two Cold Scorpio versus Brian Keith. <laughs> is it brian keith the deceased actor no then i'm out um yeah i think that's it i don't see anything else. no alex zane the suplex machine no no mims no calvin tankman no not not that i can see here no um, ej induka <laughs> ej induka isn't ej induka still part of um MLW, but I ML- mean, no, not MLW. Uh, NXT. Oh no, no, he got released, right? He got released like two years ago, and now I know why because he's a giant baby. I want to say that Johnny, Johnny Mundo, Johnny, Johnny Caballero, Johnny, John Hennigan. Morrison. Mm-hmm. He's giving, uh, what's his face, uh, Zach Ryder. What's his name? Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona run for his money. He's also part of this the World on Lucha matchup. As he should be, Johnny Lucha. Johnny Lucha. This will be Friday, April 1st at 7.30 p.m. Johnny Caballero versus Jack Cartwheel, whoever that is. It's probably Jack Evans. Oh, Psychosis versus <laughs> Tony Deppin. Oh, God. Tony it's... Deppin, my enemy, except for his father is more my enemy. Oh, my God. This, I I would, if it wasn't for fucking Ring of Honor, this. Uh, his father's name is Anthony Deppin. If it wasn't for Ring of Honor having a show at the same time, I would go to this show. Psycho Clown versus Dr. Wagner Jr. Not uh, Psycho Clown versus Carefully Placed Bear? No, no. Well, then it sucks. What, look at the Control Your Narrative or, or uh, if Impact has anything. I know Control Your Narrative has the... Control Your uh, Narrative has a show on Thursday night and... They said that Killer Cross is going to be on it. Oh, Effie's Big Gay Brunch. Ali Catch will face Dango. Effie will fight Pimpinella Escarlata. Last week I said I thought there was a guy and his name was Django. That's what... Dango. That's that's Fandango. Oh, that's right. It is Fandango. Look at that. Yeah. Calls himself Dirty Dango now. Maybe I need to go see this this show. Effie versus Pimpinella Escarlata. Oh God, he's terrible. <laughs> Who Pimpinella? Yeah, you know he was on Lucha on the ground like season one, and then they realized they could get real wrestlers. And they got Paro versus Dark Sheik. I know Paro. I don't know Dark Sheik. Max the Impaler with Amy Rose versus Edith Surreal. Yeah, Amy Rose has very healthy lungs. Oh my god, this uh this is a scary Max the Impaler is a very scary individual. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, they are. 
Yes, they are. Well, that's mm. how they like to, they self-identify as they or them. Oh, really? Oh, my god. Which gosh. makes it very confusing for a wrestling commentator when you hear plural pronouns because you think there's going to be, you know, a faction or a gang of people coming down. But they bent over backwards for their women's division that nobody watched. There's a, is this correct? There is a Black Label Pro is having a wrestling show on April 3rd at midnight, um, which is a, am I reading this correctly? A Rest in Peace Norm McDonald show? Anthony Green versus Alex Zane? This is wild. Uh, this is just Chris Dickinson versus Matt Cardona at Joey Janela's Spring ba Break Part 2. I've got tickets to that. It's a midnight show. Wow. You better get your rest. I gotta. How am I going to get my beauty sleep? You're very ugly. I wouldn't worry about it. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> Look at this Saturday. Oh, I got, don't I've got... Dave, don't bring David's mother into this again. I've got tickets to this show. This is the... Uh, GCW Mission Pro Wrestling Show. It's Allison K versus Martibel. Okay, that's fine. Tasha Steele's in action. Veda Scott is going to be on commentary. Trisha Doran in action. Look at Good. that. Everybody's going to be at Wrestle at this WrestleMania weekend. Right. Okay. Very good. That's like almost, those are like oh my gosh. professional wrestlers. Jeff, Jeff, you've got to come out to Dallas for this one. GCW The Collective presents Glory Pro Cemetery Gates. Wow. On this match, Tootie Lynn versus Janae Kai. <laughs> they never should have booked Tootie Lynn first. Warhorse versus Josh Alexander. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Outlaw versus Brian Keith. Oh, Brian Keith again. Brian Keith is, again, Jay, and Jake something versus Max the Impaler. Oh, that's a, well, that's kind of an intergender match. And then they're going to also have technical difficulties versus Fly Death versus Alpha Omega versus Hustle and Muscle. Jeff, I think we should change the name of this podcast to Hustle and Muscle. I was thinking Fly Death. <laughs> oh my god there's so much wrestling this weekend this is how how am i gonna pay attention to it all jeff i don't know how you're gonna pay attention i don't know how you're gonna get to a midnight show when wrestlemania is gonna end at midnight oh no the, the midnight show is on friday you said the third oh did i yeah the third oh, is sunday shit. right Oh, no, no, that's, that's, yeah, but that's the Norm McDonald show. I don't have the <laughs> tickets to that one. Yeah, I don't Although... think you need this. That, that card didn't sound intriguing. <laughs> oh, my God. So yeah. NWA isn't running a card. MLW is not running a card. Impact isn't running a card. No. But a Ring w of Honor is. running a card, but they sort of are because it's, you know, Ring of Honor is sort of AW, but sort of not. And like I said, GCW is running the entire weekend. Yeah, that, that, I mean, it's fine. It sounds like they're cross-promoting with a bunch of other, you know, you know, they're doing the collective thing. That's fine. I mean, you know, there, there's going to be a lot of wrestling fans there who, you know, want to be in town for the energy and to 
people watch and see faces, you know, they're not going to pay to go to WrestleMania, but they can, they can see 12 other shows. That's right. For probably less than a WrestleMania ticket. So yeah, good. Good on them. I mean, you know, whenever there's a shark, there's a bunch of, you know, remora and anglerfish around. So, (laughs) well, there you go. There you have it. There's a lot of wrestling going on next week. Yeah. I mean, most of it doesn't sound very interesting, but you know, some of it. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You, uh, before you even say that, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 8 also has Mike Bailey versus Yuyu Yamora. (laughs) Well, uh, I think I just butchered this poor guy's name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you, you. I thought you were talking about Mike Bailey because everyone knows it's McKay. <laughs> Mikey Bailey. Yeah, Mikey Bailey. So it was Mikey Shipwreck, I think. He, he uh, tweeted today, hey, I'm thinking about writing an autobiography. Would anyone be interested? It's seriously, honest answers. I just said no. <laughs> Aw. Poor guy. All right, Jeff, I think that's it. Yeah, well, that's great. You're going to need a, you're going to need your, all your power bars. Uh, luckily, it's not for two weeks. <laughs> so, power bars. Yeah, you're going to need a lot of energy. You're going to need a lot of probiotics. So, pa- yeah. Power bars and power aid. Yes. I'm also, I'm also supposed to go to a club. Can you believe this? After WrestleMania on Saturday, we're going to the club. Yeah, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> that is the first thing that should be scratched right off the who's we never mind tell you can tell me offline <laughs> all the boys the boys are going to go to the club i i don't know who your boys are who, who, are, you boys. who are you going with riddle and new jack we're going with riddle new jack um uh uh Norman solo, Smiley. solo sokoa uh-huh uh dabakato uh-huh <laughs> dylan <laughs> Marcel Bartel, Killian Dane, (laughs) Killian, Killian. Drake Maverick, Damo will be there. Drake Maverick, all of it. We're just gonna paint the town red. You should, Renee Michelle, Renee Michelle, uh, totally platonic way. Jesse Kamea, who? Everybody. (laughs) Raquel Gonzalez, right? Ember Moon. Just stop. I'm surprised Ember Moon is in in any of these matches. Her name is Athena. She's probably in all the matches. You just didn't know who she was. (laughs) Just like I didn't know who Dango was. Yes. (laughs) I was totally reading all the names and I didn't look at the face and I go, oh shit, that is Finn Dango. (laughs) You didn't know Oni Lorcan was Biff Busick? Biff Busick. There you go. I'm sure Danny Burch was there too under whatever his name is. I'd, I'd know it if you said it. Maybe he's Brian Keith. I don't know. Probably not. Oh, no, because no, he's, you know, he's not. No, because Brian Keats on the For the Culture show, duh. That's right. <laughs> oh, Joe. I look, I look forward to live tweeting the whole experience. Follow me on Twitter at Big Daddy Cool. You can also follow Hammerlock Hangover at Hammerlock HO. We'll have some exclusive content there. Jeff, final plugs. Check out my uh, my talk with Vincent about horror and other stuff. And there's again, there's some wrestling tidbits there on Garden of the Doom. Going to drop this uh, probably Saturday. And yeah, so check out Garden of Doom. Check out Garden Views. Last week I guested on the Off the Mats podcast, so that was a lot of fun. Um, How did that go? Well, it went really well. I mean, the, the, this time I knew it was a one-hour show, so I made sure to let them talk some. How <laughs> what? How generous! 
Yeah, and and, and uh, Josh is going to be on our show in two weeks, I think, the week after WrestleMania. And next week, we might have someone to help us do predictions. We'll see. Oh, I hope so. That's only if he or his cats are, are not, not ill. Well, the chances of both those things happening, especially since cats is multiple, is, is the odds are not in our favor. But uh, but we're hopeful. Yeah. It's, it, 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 it's someone who might you may want to storm a castle with. There you go. Great, great, great uh, yeah. innuendos. Yeah, you, the Batman fans, can try to detective that one out. That's right. Maybe they'll be more successful than Batman in that whole movie. Maybe. Any other plugs? Uh, I'm at Icarus Fell MD. Uh, you already said at Hammerlock HO. So, no. Stay evil, my friends. <laughs>